Hey everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Comics Podcast number 516. Full house, full table, empty couch, but that's okay. Nobody wants to sit with Pat. Sorry. And Rex is making his debut. You're going to keep panting like you're a crazy dog? There's crazy panting Rex. I don't know why he's panting. Yeah, you killed your duck. Sorry, no more duck. He disemboweled a duck to get the squeaker out, so... That was a fun mess to clean up. It's another fine mess you've got us into. But I am Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh Comics. Joining me tonight are... Mike. Wow! It's been that long? Yeah. I was looking away. Sorry. My bad. Dave. He was having a senior moment. Yes, apparently. Spencer. I mean, Marley. this is an audio medium. When he says Colin, <laughs> and you're on that side. Generally. I didn't know if we were going to Spencer's side, my side. Or was this was an lo- age no. thing where you forgot your own name? That's okay, too, yeah. Mike. We'll just have to make sure, keep He's saying just it. Over it, reinforce it for him. Yeah. Who am I and where am I? Welcome back, Mike. Thank we're you. very happy to have you back. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Because it's been, what, about eight weeks? It's been a long time. Been a long, lonely time. But I don't have any news. I didn't I see do. any. Oh, you have news. There you go. Okay. Uh, apparently, Valiant's not going to be. No, that's not true. I talked to Valiant yesterday. There's some people in editorial left. They are cutting back their production. They were down to two books a month. Now they're down to one book a month. Wow. I'm going to say they're going to be gone. But so. they're yeah. not officially going away. Yeah, but, just I mean, what could the revenue possibly be on one book a month? I know. But what's the one book? Uh, right now, actually, forever. pulled up a little bit. It's it's just around it. There you go. Um, right now, it's Bloodshot because um, they have they've been pushing the the release of that. So there's a new number one. Um, but yeah, no, it does suck because like we have Archer and Armstrong four came out today. It's not the end, but they've canceled five, so we don't know when or oh, if. The end. So the it's end. not looking good. But the person I was talking to was like, no, you know. It's not over yet, but it has. Well, at least this run has been longer than the last. Like their original run, and like the right. Movie, oh, right? it's definitely been longer. Is Book of Shadows canceled? Not yet. Everything is just kind of on hold now. It's we'll be getting been, issues. It's never less out. frequently, but it's not canceled. I thought the whole reason why they sold out to the Chinese company was. Expand their universe. Right. Well, and the Chinese company wanted to make movies, and well... The pandemic happened. That didn't work too out well. Well, Bloodshot, and then the pandemic happened. Did anybody see the movie? Uh-oh. The Bloodshot movie? Yeah. yeah. So it was that yeah, great, it huh? <laughs> well, it had Vin Diesel it in it. pretty bad, huh? Uh, so I'm... it's got to be good. He only goes full Bloodshot for a couple minutes at the end. That was my thing, like, it's weird. I mean, I kind of get it because people don't know the character, so you kind of want to tell the story. Um, but, like, the people that... That's all right, I didn't need those. <laughs> um, but the people that actually know who the character is actually want to see Bloodshot. So yeah. Waiting for the last five minutes. It'd be like the Hulk only showing up in the last five minutes of the Hulk movie. Well, it'd be like, you know, he'd get hurt, and then, like... He would turn white for, you know, a little bit till he healed himself, and then he would go back, and then I guess at the end, then, like, the big fight scene, he went, like, full, like, but then even still, at the end of that, he still went back to normal Vin Diesel. Okay. But normal Groot. (laughs) Did you have anything? I saw a couple, uh... new series announcements today. There's going to be a new uh, Deadpool book. From Marvel in November. What? Yeah. It's been a while though since I've it had has. Deadpool it has. Book. Which, I mean, at one point in time, there's like six Deadpool books. Who's doing it? Uh, the writer is Alyssa Wong, who's been writing this the Dr. Afra book. Okay. I don't know what else she's done other than that. She has done other stuff. But... Like, yeah. 
And I saw a uh, new book from Mark Russell. Uh, yeah, that was just announced today. A, a yeah, Blaze, from Ablaze. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I forget the. It's called Traveling to Mars or something like something that. Something like that. And like it's a dying man agrees to go on a this thing to help try to save a dying planet, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of well, not that he was dying, but he did that story in Dead Box Number One about the guy. Oh yeah. Going yeah, so that that yeah. was interesting. Who knew he had such a sci-fi bent to him? Well, you know, if you read his early Frankenberry stuff. True, <laughs> true. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that's all I saw today. Okay, we'll get to our question. Oh, we have a question? It's an empty question. Nice. So, it's mostly for Pat, this first one. Although Mike's going to have a new view on this one. But uh, worst chore, cleaning all of the house bathrooms or cleaning the garage? In my house, the garage. Garage, because it takes too long. Yeah, my garage is a dumping ground, so. Yeah, I'm going to agree. But not we know bathroom. Dave doesn't have a garage. <laughs> he might not even have bathrooms. So. <laughs> In the bathroom, I kind of leave my dumping to one particular yeah. place. The bathrooms are small, and you can do it in, like, under 15 minutes. Garage will take you 15 minutes just to figure out what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, rank these films from worst to best. Casino, Gangs of New York, The Aviator. I don't know what they all have in common. Uh, or are they all Scorsese? Scorsese. Okay. No. okay. Yeah, Scorsese, yeah. Yeah. Never seen I never Gangs in New York. I never saw the Aviator. Yeah, so. the Aviator is the worst. Okay. It's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Casino's not bad. We it was on again last time we were watching. It, I just found it annoying. The whole um, Sharon Stone. I was just annoyed by her. Gangs in New York. I'd say is middle one. The Casino's. Okay. Well, see, Casino's the only one that I've seen out of those three. There is a great scene in Casino, though. Which, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which, but which just scene yeah. on the couch. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought you were going to say with Joe Pesci and his brother in the cornfield. Yeah, that was a good oh, scene. Was a Enjoyed that scene one. Too, yeah. yeah, and it, it had Dawn Rick- it had Dawn Rickles in it. I mean, yeah. like, what's not the love about that movie? Okay, what was your lead or your? Okay, I don't. I'm not sure what he wants. I, I I misread it. How it was written. It says, "What was your last favorite comic event?" I read that as least favorite comic event. Uh, so either answer either way. <laughs> My least favorite. I don't, yeah, I don't read events anymore. Um, what was the one with Captain Eyeball? Original Sin. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Who's Captain Eyeball? Uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah. his head was a giant he, eyeball. He gave yeah. you a big. He gave you yeah. a trade of it. Yeah. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Oh, I haven't read that yet. Sorry. Um, I'd say Secret Empire. That was just really dumb with the evil cap and that never really went anywhere. Or maybe it did, but I didn't pay enough attention. How about Sixes? So, oh, never read that you one. know, I, it's funny because I didn't have that on the shelf for so long and I actually put it out of my mind. And What's then it, it called? It came in in a collection. I was like, oh yeah, that exists. It was actually Axis. Axis. But they made it because like... everything twisted. And good guys become bad guys, and bad guys become... So they made the logo so you could read it upside down or backwards, and it said Axis, but it really read Sixus because they made the A with a... Yeah, it was... My wife came in and looked at it and said, what's this Sixus book? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's not what it says. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was not good. Oh, geez. Uh, pick three comic artists or writers as your inaugural Hall of Fame class. Some guy named Kirby. Mm. Some guy named Ditko. And I'm going to say John Byrne. Mm. So I'd go Kirby and Lee, and then I'd want to lean over to... It's uh, artist. Writers, writer. oh, artists, or okay. writers. So I'm saying those two, and then somebody at DC. Stanley wrote, like a swan. What does Stanley write? Don't go there. Uh, oh, I'm Don't sorry. go there. Somebody has to fill in the wood balloons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 But to be fair, there is no Marvel without him. Oh, I, I agree. 
It's kind of like how you have contributors to the Football Hall of Fame. Uh, on the DC side. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You gotta have. You need somebody because there was a George lot of. Perez. Perez, yeah, yeah. Singer Perez. <clears throat> Jeff Johns. Not yet. Not, not inaugural class. Alan Moore. Okay. Yeah. Just for Swamp Thing. Watchmen. Well, I'm just saying, like, if people are like, oh, well, you know, like, <clears throat> what about Swamp Thing? I have to say Grant Morrison. Yeah. For DC. Among other things. Because that animal, animal Man book's my favorite of all time. Yeah, it's been around long enough, you know. Frank Miller. Oh, I would definitely go with Frank Miller. Oh, God, they're doing Frank... Oh. What? Well, they're doing a promo thing for this new Frank Miller line that's coming out. Yeah, I'm getting two. Oh. What's the point of sending me two of anything? There's no point. You know, it's just annoying. Because you're going to keep one. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but but it's like you know, send me ten, send me twenty, you know, sending me and two, fr- and they're free books, right? Right, and it, but it's two of anything. Then that makes it a collectible and not just a pro. You know, it's just stupid. What's the book I've been here by? Uh, it's he has some new thing going on with Dan Dio. He's got um, a new I company. I think it's oh, okay. I think it's Ronan. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I don't know what the book is, oh, okay. but okay. just dumb. <clears throat> And that makes me, yeah, that just puts me in a bad, you know, it's just, ugh. No, but then later on, they have a thing where you can, like, order it down the line? Is this just, like, a promotion Probably, thing? yeah, probably. More but like just, an can kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, but just, ugh. So, but that was the end of his question. So I got nothing other than I read a ton of books. Um, no rants? No rants other than I. The companies really need to pay attention and even out their weeks. It's ridiculous how light this week is for DC, and then the last week of the month is going to be just annuals and stuff. So it's like there's. You, you know how books are selling, and there's no way there was anything this week that was as. You know, last week we had White Knight, Batman. Uh, Dark Crisis, Flashpoint Beyond. It was like you could, those. Some of those could have come out a different week. Guys. I swear, like each this on the same week that uh, Flashpoint and Dark Crisis yeah, came every, out the every same week. Yeah, the same, like just stop. And you think you would want to like at least every other week those books? Yeah. Like, and this week we had no X books. It's like why? And how many X books are like? Oh, well, there to not have one a week, you know? Well, even worse, we have... We're getting one, two, three, well, three, four next, five next week. It's like, come on. Oh, I mean, we've got X-Men Legends, but it's a book that takes place between, like, 95 and 96. You know, it's not part of Axe, although we did get Axe today, so... But yeah, just balance out your weeks, guys. Not hard. Not hard. So. So, Mike. Don't, no, don't. Oh. Pat. You had to start first. I know you had to start last week, but. That's all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take one for the team since Mike couldn't, even though he took plenty. Yeah, apparently. Uh, we'll start with Batman the White Knight, um, Red Hood, number one. I read that. That was fun. It was. Um, I like Gan, the pseudo Robin. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, <laughs> she was afraid of heights, which her Robin might be kind of a problem. <laughs> but he took it after she bull rushed somebody. He's like, okay, that works. Yeah, yeah we can work with this. Um, I, I like how they kind of flip what the expectation was a little bit where he uh, he was never killed by the Joker because instead he gave mm-hmm. up Bruce and uh, you know obviously was uh, that's why Bruce is in jail 
No, but no. he told Joker, he told who, Joker who, who his identity oh, was. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that's how he saved himself. So yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was it was a fun book. Yeah, no, I like I thought the art was great. Um, very different style but enjoyable. Um, and I just yeah. It wasn't Murphy? No. Because it's just a little this is a little two issue um, not fill in, but a little two issue separate yeah. story, but I thought it was I, I thought it was great. Um, Sacrament number one is new AWA book. Read I that. Read that. Um, it's it's the Exorcist in Space. Yeah, but a very reluctant exorcist who doesn't want to be an exorcist, who's trying to get out. Yeah, um, he's... Well, and, and religion seems to be banned right. in, in a lot of places. Um, instead of communion wafers, he puts an iPhone to your head and it somehow... Stimulates him or something? Well, no, I don't know if it stimulates Because he's, like, he, addicted to it. Right, but he also... Like, it gives him peace, and, like, when he did it, it kind of... Yeah. You know, it was almost... Like a sedative, almost. Yeah, like a drug. Yeah. Um, but, so, he's kind of on the run because religion is... Illegal. Is illegal. Yeah. And he's kind of hoping to get caught because he doesn't want to do this anymore. He just wants to be taken away. And he had done an exorcism years before, but has no memory of it. And right. people are still looking to him to be the one. Well, does he have no memory of it, or he has no conscious memory of it? Because I think that the dream he had mm-hmm. was that right. exorcism. But I don't think he knows exactly what he did to accomplish it. Yeah. But then, like, it shows him being called in to do an exorcism, but it wasn't. She was just sick po- from she was just poisoned poison. on the yeah. planet. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, yeah it was. Uh, yeah, but book. then yeah, it ends with uh, the the big government guy actually looking for him because they have a problem. Right. They have a real exorcism issue. That so he, he, they yeah, he gets busted for um, preaching, and he thinks he's going to the prison, the planet. prison planet. Right. And they're like, no, we're not taking you there. I'm like, why are you not taking me there? Because he, he actually wanted to go there. Yeah. Well, that's because he very much wanted to hook up with his nun and knew he could. Yes, yes. Well, I was waiting for that to happen, and it never did. Not every book can be hit me, Mike. Yeah, yeah that's true. That, that ended really well. Yep. Uh, Moon Knight, number 14. Yeah, that... That was a... Just a good issue. Yeah. Um, it, it essentially all took place in Mark's head, and it was... In mid-fight, right? Like, was yes. that was going on when he was fighting, right? I don't know if he was fighting as much as he got knocked out. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but it was... Well, when you're having a three-way conversation with yourself, it's probably kind of hard to keep, you know, keep track on who's punching you. Yeah, but Mark, Jake, and Steven were all kind of like hey we, we we had an agreement you would you know kind of be the face i'd be the money and jake yeah. would be the intel you're screwing everything up what's going on um and and it was because he, they each like had working. their own yeah they had because they each had their own section like mark was like just like in a room in a chair and as Mr. Knight as Mr. Knight and then uh Jake is at a a strip club yeah a strip club and and uh Rocket's at a um it's just like a business room like you know in, in an office you know somewhere and each time they would like they just they had their own little like set that they were that they were at um but essentially like what Mark comes to realize is the reason why he doesn't want to tell anybody who he is is because he's he feels like the uh, the vampire woman has her life under control and that's what he wants to be able to do yeah and he feels like if he says what's going on with him the did she'll leave and then he won't be able to learn how to control it um and and Jake and Stephen are like, yeah, you can't. You you just gotta live. Um, but it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Flashpoint Beyond number four. Right now. Okay. It just needs to get somewhere. Yeah. You know. It it did. Um, I don't know how, with absolutely no training, uh, Harvey's kid did a standing double kick six feet in the air. 
like a standing split kick, six feet near, knocked out two grown ass men, snuck into Arkham on his own to rescue his mom. That made absolutely no sense. Because uh, before that, he's like barely moved. Like all of a sudden, he's right. Well, like, a ninja. It's like the penguin is like he showed him like how to shoot a gun and how to do like that kind yeah, of like stuff. Yeah, like basic stuff. Not, yeah. I'm like, pretty sure the yeah, penguin's not, like not teaching him. Yeah. No, I mean he. I, the penguin even says, "I'm not what you would call physical." So, yeah, that that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but we had the return of of Martha Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I'm guessing because it was hard to tell because it was in the blue light, but it was the uh, the Time Lord kid. Yeah, was that was yeah. To our, Bruce, our Bruce. Yeah, that was a him, little. Yeah, you don't know everything you think you know about your mother. There's more to her. Yeah. Um. And then it looks like there there's going to be a spinoff of Beyond Flashpoint, which is like, why don't you just tell the story? Yeah. <laughs> like. I didn't realize that what I said was that all inspired. It was. That was all. That was. That was amazing. Wow. <clears throat> so uh, Martha Wayne's the Joker-esque character. Oh, the, Joker. the Joker. She is the Joker. The Joker in yeah. the Flashpoint world. Do they call world. her the Joker? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. But Harley wasn't Harley. Harley was Yo-Yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do like the Dent mom as Two-Face. That mm-hmm. is kind of cool. I, you know, but because they did it with Martha Wayne, that's why I don't like mm-hmm. it. It's like, y- you kind of already did this. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the other thing about with Martha is she was not Arkham. So, you know, crazy might run in that family to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah, that's true. So that's you kind of go, okay, yeah. that there, there's yeah. a line there. Um, Dark Crisis. Mm-hmm. There is that. Yeah. What the hell is going on? I don't know. <laughs> Deathstroke versus the Titans. Well, and, and like... Black Adam's just like, none of you are willing to do what mm-hmm. you're supposed to. So I'm going to throw my cape and walk out. But that's like, it's the third issue in a row where he's done the yeah. same exact yeah. thing. Like, that's his point. Yeah. Step in, go, you know, say his catchphrase and walk mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, and then the Green Lanterns are... Yeah, they all go through a portal. <coughs> well, it was just on how. The... Yeah. No, no, it was, it was all just them. how. It was all the Earth ones. Yeah, they go through the Black oh, Lantern. I it was... They all go through the first part, and then they meet Pariah. Right. They attack Pariah, and then Hal goes yeah. one step further, and he's now in Sector John Stewart. Right. Yeah. And... And this is the first time you saw the planets with the where they actually explained what's going on, which annoys me that we're in issue three... And the whole time it's, oh, the Justice League isn't dead. They've just become their own planet. So I'm like, you have to show us. You can't keep saying that in interviews but not have it in the book. Um, so finally, halfway through, they finally show that part. Yeah. Just, ugh. Yeah. Show, don't tell. Yeah, this is a visual medium. Yeah. But yeah, so now, yeah, Hal is on planet John Stewart. John Stewart. I guess they finally had to tell us they were planets to make that point. Well, and, and everything was a construct, or everything appeared to be a construct yeah. in there. Um, so, it, what I'm wondering then is, the world without a Superman, were we on Superman's planet? And then I know the Green Lantern one issue came out today. Right. And it looks like that's taking place on planet John Stewart, or Sector John Stewart. So I'm wondering if that's kind of what we're going to get that I, I still don't know what the hell went on with that Aquaman thing that made no sense but mm-hmm. whatever um, and the last one I read was Batman yeah that, read that. with failsafe and when he first came through I thought it was Batgordon yeah and I'm like we've seen this before 
Well, this isn't, an, and we just had it in the last story arc where you had uh, with um, the uh, Swan people, or um, yeah, the uh, future state. Future yeah, state. that stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, Batman fighting robots. How unique! Yeah, I was very well, underimpressed. Unimpressed with that. But this particular robot can kick everybody's ass. Yeah, but the guy. In the last one, the the military guy who got retrofitted with the armor and the stuff yeah. until he lost his mind was kicking everybody's ass. Oh. Yeah. See, I haven't read any Batman in a while. I just, and I thought it was really good. I I yeah. enjoyed the issue for what it was. Um. The the backup part, the Catwoman stuff, I don't care. Like, can we just knock it down a dollar and you can keep those? Ten yeah. pages because I don't care. Yeah. Well, the robot thing just pretty much decimated the entire Bat family. Well, like he he stole Duke's helmet and he used that to get access to the cave. To the cave and stuff. Um, he he's part of Mazotech, mm. so they can't like scan him. So what's the? Because uh, like I've seen that suit because like Batman goes and Robin somehow after being shot through the throat and neck. It seems like the next day he's... You can't kill Robin. He had a bat band-aid on. Yeah, yeah I saw the band-aid, yeah. 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 Well, I figured there'd be some cartilage and bone and nerve no, no, damage, no, no. No. you know? Bat band-aid. Um, rub some dirt in and he's fine. But like, he's the one who takes him to, like, the old... It's like the old cave or the new cave. And, like, he... Batman goes down in here and he comes back out with, like, the old purple suit... Uh, Which they we were right. talking about before, and it's from Grant Morrison's run. Yeah, but I can't remember like what that's supposed to. Since like, what's the like? Because he he taught he was talking different too. After yeah. that, like so. Well, Colin, didn't you say he's kind of mental? The purple suit Batman. Um, it's just a very different Batman Zurinar. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. God, I mean, that was a long time ago, and you're reading it, going, "What the hell is going on here?" Well, so we'll see what uh, what Zdarsky decides to do with that. But yeah, it's very, I don't know, one of those mental id or whatever. You know, it's one of those parts of the brain. In the backup story, why was Catwoman involved in reading of the will of Cobblestone? That Yeah, that just started last I issue. Didn't, I didn't understand that. Uh, yeah, it, it yeah. started last issue. Yeah, I don't remember. That was just weird. <laughs> I keep saying Dave is snoring. It's not Dave. No. I'm not putting Dave Would you have a problem with Dave snoring? No. Is he not know. allowed to snore? He snore all he wants. But the artwork by Jimenez. Oh, it's is great. Yeah, yeah, no, the artwork's great. So, that's what I read. Dave? Well, I, read some, snoring. I read a couple things okay. just, just a little bit ago. But let me start with uh, X-Men Red. I read that just a little bit ago. Number five. Uh... Which is in the first issue of Axe, Judgment Day, they sent Uranus to Mars. Thanos' uncle or something? Thanos' yeah. uncle, yeah, is related to Thanos. To, they sent him to Mars to kill all the mutants. And this issue is him laying waste to Mars in, in an hour. Right, under an hour, only 20 under minutes hour, actually. Under an hour. Uh, I think at the beginning of this, this Iska, I think she was on the, uh, she was on the council, whatever they call that council on Mars, but she turned, she, she, she's turned right. to the eternal side now. And so, this was, this was pretty cool how, how it was done, because you know there's all, just a big countdown throughout the entire issue, mm-hmm. and then he, it's uh, he activates all these armories. What were these armories about on Mars? Well, what were these armories about? Yeah, I didn't. You know, I, I honestly just kind of skimmed over that. Yeah. So first, he takes on Legion, and Legion's no more. Legion falls, and. And then he, then it's Magneto, and he's throwing all this uh, metal and all this stuff at Magneto, and he actually, he, 
Uranus is a little bit impressed because Magneto actually puts up a fight. But it seems that he falls too. Yeah, it looks like he gets his heart ripped out. So He gets his heart ripped out, Which made the out, yes. end a little weird. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what was going on at the end there. And then Cable, <laughs> Cable pulls out this huge gun that... Well, that's kind of his thing, right? It doesn't do it's anything. The, the Omega-1... Yeah. Pulse rifle. It's bigger than what Lightfold's ever drawn to. In the year 3877, it would be classified as a weapon of absolute destruction and banned from use in warfare. And it it says it just weakens, quote-unquote, weakens Uranus. And Cable falls. Um, but at the end here, Magneto does come, does come back. Right at the end, so I don't, I don't know. With uh, with a glowing, with a glowing yeah, he inside. looks like uh, who's that guy? Superman. Yeah. Foe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Metello. Is that it with the kryptonite heart? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I thought that was a pretty cool issue. I thought that was well done. Uh, showing showing something that they said happened in in uh, in Judgment Day one. Uh, you know, I just read this one, The Dead Lucky. I yep, was gonna, I, I was gonna see if you read that because I very, wasn't sure. It seemed like a radiant black. Type it's, of wait, it's, it's, it's supposed black. to tie into that universe. Oh, okay. so, but I, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, this was good. This is about a thirty-three-year-old girl, Bibiana, who was a soldier on a classified mission. Now she's back in San Francisco. And there's a company, all these, these neighborhoods around San Francisco, they're falling to this group, group known as the Salvation Gang. And But you have to pay to play. Or no, yeah. they had to evacuate because the, the protectors, it's like the private police force. Yeah, there's a private police force. The Morrow Company has, has their own robots protecting their their parts of town kind of like a robocop or ultron kind of deal and it seems her i don't know who this guy is her her friend or her boyfriend or something yeah it's like an ex yeah built some kind of uh suit some kind of of uh mecha suit that she's piloting, and she's kind of like in between here, between the Salvation Gang and the Morrow Company. But it turns out she has she has some kind of electrical powers right. also. Yep. Takes him out. He takes him out at the end. So I like this. I like the art in this. It's a really clean art. And. Uh, you wouldn't know this is from the the Radiant Black universe, right? Without, I had no idea until without, I was reading, reading the, the text page yeah, here. Yeah, but but I don't know. Is that her? That's her. Yeah, I don't know who these two. No, they're like the beings either. that give her the electrical yeah. power that are inside yeah. her or something. Yeah, yeah I don't okay. know. Okay. You have to read the next issue to find out. That's I will do that. This was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um. I can talk about one more too. I listened to your show. I listened to the last week's episode to make sure you didn't talk about this one. Oh, which I one? Didn't, uh, Jens Val, Captain Marvel. Okay, I didn't read I that. I read that no. from two. From two. Is that that Peter David? It's one? the Peter David. It's Return of Jens Val, Captain Marvel. Um, who has a really complicated? Did you read this one, Tim? <laughs> This is a really, he has a really complicated history because he's the son of Captain Mar the original, the Marvel Captain Marvel, Marvel, and, but he was, he was aged and he has implanted with false memory so he doesn't know who his dad is. And he's also bonds, he's bonded with Rick Jones. It's been so much better if you said Rick James. Oh, oh my you know what? God! That would be awesome. That would, yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be a must read. But no, it's Rick Jones. 
and they both they both they both died in a while back in Thunderbolts in an issue of Thunderbolts, but now they're back. This issue was this this was all over the place because it was jumping to different time. I was say, this is one because like those because Pete David's been writing those symbiote Spider Man miniseries and yeah. they all take place in what would put would have been like the like the eighties, like you know what I mean? So it's, it's, is it like a it takes place in the set? present. Oh, it takes place in the present. It takes place in the present, but there's a lot of flashbacks, so I was confused as to what was happening when. Because Rick, Rick, you know, he, he suddenly he just, he's alive again. And he's searching for his wife, Marlo. And there was like a flashback and showed, well, there's a scene that showed Marlo in this alien zoo. And I wasn't sure if that was like taking place in the present or if that was like a past story. Um... Tim's waiting with his arms crossed. <laughs> no? I'm just listening. Okay. Am I getting it right, Tim? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was confused by that stuff too. Did you like it? It was good. Okay. Did you like it? I'm on the fence. No, okay. I'm on the fence, but but Rick is searching for uh, uh, Marlowe, and he asks Tony Stark for help, and then all of a sudden he he kind of faints, and he gets to the hospital, and while he's while he's in the hospital. I don't know if he had a vision or something, or he connect, re reconnected with Captain Marvel, and he and Captain Marvel tells him he lost the mega bands, those the things he wears, you know, that connects them, and they got to search for them. His bracelets, his bracelets, mega bands, the mega bands. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't, it was okay. It wasn't horrible about it. I was just confused. A few places since it's been like so long since we've seen this character. Um, oh, I just want to mention too that I I didn't know that was the last issue of Naughty List. Yeah, no. that, that, what a horrible way to end! I even told that we right. have a Good. we have a, a, a an aftershock rep who comes by, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" Wait a minute, you read Naughty List? Yeah, it's about Sienna. Anything about Sienna? Yeah, is he reading really about like Sienna? Psychotic or something? He's not no. psychotic at all. No, no, he's no. jaded and cynical because yeah. everybody there's, there's knows he lies, but him. Oh, okay. yeah. There was no psychosis. Oh, okay. My, my bad. God. No, you're thinking hit me. Different book. Yeah, that was good. No, Santa would have shown up in that one. Yeah, not that kind of naughty. Okay, my bad. When I'm listening, to, when I'm listening to the show last week, it's just funny to hear an intelligent conversation about a character named Sugar Plum mm. who's murdered. <laughs> yep. So I enjoyed but yeah, that. That was his full name being Sugar Plum Glaze. Yeah. And there's a joke about that, but I won't put that on because you'll get mad and you'll bleep me out again. That's all I got. I'm Bye, sorry. Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. That's all you got. I'll be better prepared next week. Okay. At me? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, see, we're going. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Well, okay. So apparently, we're going to talk about this one. No, we. Oh yeah, we we left that for you. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is from two weeks ago. Uh... They're doing. <laughs> they're doing a four issue mini series of one of the greatest superheroes ever created, Ant Man, and this is issue one, and it's written by Al Ewing. And the artist is. No, is this is this the Ant Man that that uh, that's the thief of the no, Ant Man that no, would have no, gotten. No, no, no. So is, we start this off. Is, so this is this is the this, Ant Man that would have got six weeks of uh, dispen uh, of uh, of uh, being a. Uh, oh, I'm screwing up my joke because of the the, the yeah. violence hitting the women and stuff in the NFL. Yeah. Go ahead. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, this is set in like 1959 or something. Yeah, it, it's retro. Yeah, it was old. okay to beat women back then. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you're the one that likes the wife beating character. The pin particles made him crazy like that. That's what they so. all say. Yep. Yeah, Just like Ambien makes you likely racist. story. <laughs> so, Mike, you remember reading these kind of stories back back in that time when you were like 15? <laughs> Yes, and this is probably why I like it so much. It's the artwork is super retro. It's super, I would say, definitely 
Lee. Corny. Corny Lee Kirby at, yeah. at its prime. You think it's going to change with each uh, issue? Uh, yeah, and there's a reason. So there's a shadowy figure that keeps appearing. And then he finally shows himself to Hank Pym. And Hank Pym is dealing with bullies at the movie theater. And he, along the way, there's a guy trying to steal something. And it's... Scott Lang. Yes. And then... Or no, and then there was... No. A, no, no. That was the other guy. It was, yeah, Eric O'Grady. Yeah. And then there was Scott Lang showed up in it, and... He, he leaves um, Janet in the theater, and he gets taken hostage, and then she comes and saves him. Well, then Ant-Man gets abducted by... Because he's fighting this, these A-list bad guys. Well, they're on A-list. <laughs> <laughs> what were their names? I don't remember. I can't remember either. One guy makes him age really bad, and they, they I, age. I thought the one guy was Paste Pot Pete, but he wasn't no, even that level no. of bad guy yeah, there's Scott um, yeah. um, I did like when the ant spelled out help but it was misspelled that was kind of funny and then she's like I get it yeah she knows how to help <laughs> and then you basically get to the end and the guy that's in his he's literally in a lab coat and you're like who is this guy Ryan Troy and then it's the ant <laughs> the man from the future he's the last one Ryan Troy is the, ad, the new Adam in, no, this yeah. guy, in DC. I'm not listening to you. I know, but I just. <laughs> well, who is it? It could be Ryan Troy. You don't know it's not. It could be anybody. A crossover. Nobody yeah. wanted. Oh. Yes. But it looks like that they're going to pull from each one's going to get their own story. The Adam and it's, I have a feeling at the end they're all going to kind of like get together. Well, if it was Adam Man. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> and they all can team up to fight <laughs> his one Adam, bad guy. Adam and Egghead's not in it, so I don't know what's going on. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. As I was reading, I'm like, Mike is going to be loving this. But. Well, I mean, could it could have like the the, the artist could have like wiped his rear end with it, but as long as they put an Ant Man cover on it, no, 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 no. It literally reminded me of old school Ant Man, like of the the Caribbean. old what Tales to Astonish. Oh, absolutely. In, yeah. What was the other book it was in? Like where first Scott Lang, it wasn't in Tales an Ant Man book. Tales to Astonish. I thought it was a different title. And then he did one with when he was Giant Man with the Hulk. Okay. I don't yeah. remember now. Okay. But yeah, it was really good. Um, the other one I'll talk about is issue three of The Closet from James Tinian. Has anybody read this? I read that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And it, it continues this plight of this guy who's taking his son across country to go meet his estranged wife. And he, the little boy keeps saying, I see monsters in my closet. I see monsters in my closet. And the dad's just like, no, you don't see anything. There's nothing really there. And he's having this conversation with his older gentleman outside the hotel. And he's basically telling his story and like how he cheated on his wife and how he screwed everything up and how everything's gone bad. Well, not just that, though. He used the closet to hide the stuff from the girlfriend, all the pictures and things like that. (coughs) He hid in the closet, but he couldn't resist going and visiting it while the kid's sleeping. So that's why the kid associates the closet with bad. bad. And you, for a minute there, I was like, oh, maybe this is the real reason that he's seeing things. But, and then there, is it in the hotel room? The cre- there's this Yeah, cre- where it's sitting on his chest. Yeah. The creature is literally sitting on his chest. It was the creepiest thing I've mm-hmm. ever seen in a comic. And then they finally... Is it in that? Is it in that oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they finally go... You need to read Crossed. Okay. So. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> That's the creepiest thing you ever saw in a comic. No, it literally was like, oh my goodness. Oh, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, now you're scarring Dave. Nice. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep tonight. But Way to go. You do happy, have closets, Mike. Dave. I did that. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't have any closets, so that's it. <laughs> So they end up in, was it California, with the, the wife? and they get Oregon or Seattle or something. Yeah. yeah, and they get into an argument, and they're basically like, go to your room, you get your own room, it'll be safe. Because he and, forgot his suitcase or something. Yeah, and the little person goes into the room, and what does he do? And there's the closet. He's in the closet, and there's a hand. And he kind of is like, mm-hmm. you know what, I'll go in, what the hell. That's poor kid. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome, you know. Tinian did a really good job on that. It was super creepy and fun. 
That's all I got. That's all you got in eight weeks? Jeez. I read a lot of stuff. You think I remembered anything oh, from no. the previous two I weeks? I understand. I understand. I had to, re- I had to review anime. I understand. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I know dementia's something. You're lucky I remember how to get back here. I understand <laughs> that, yeah. It, it, maybe it's just muscle memory at this point. Mm-hmm. So Car knows where to go. stuck on the beach. Well, that, that caused other traumas. Um, yeah, so you wasn't out there with a the metal detector trying to... I didn't get probed. Leave me alone. <laughs> Spencer, did you read anything? Uh, yeah, um, I'll talk about... Um, <coughs> since you guys didn't talk about it last week... Uh, Right, you guys didn't talk about Amazing Spider-Man last week, right? Yeah, I didn't read it. Is that the giant one? Yeah. Yeah. It was Um, too daunting. It never made... It kept... Eh, I'll read a shorter one. Um, so, basically, uh, uh, Peter is showing up for... It's, um... Is it... I think it's his birthday? But, like, it's trying to throw a surprise party for him. But, like, he actually shows up on time. And it's for himself, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he shows up on time, so people are mad at him because he's shown up on because he showed up on time. Um, and then they're waiting for uh, Jameson, and when they finally, when he finally shows up, he has uh, uh, Doc Ock's arms around him. Attached to him, yeah. Yeah, because um, they're looking for uh, uh, Spider-Man for help. And so, uh, after fighting for a second, uh, Spider-Man follows the arms into this warehouse, where apparently the living brain has captured the Sinister Six, and is, like, siphoning off their powers and abilities to make, like, this ultra-living... It was like a super adaptoid kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, it was was very much like, um... Very kind of like Super Scroll or uh, like a Mazo kind of thing, where it's like this one being who had, um, you know, all the powers of the Sinister Six and, and not only their powers, but like their personalities and traits and stuff like that. So, after fighting that for a while, he's able to, uh, he finds where the Sinister Six is being, being held captive, and so he decides to. Free them, so they can all fight together to beat this thing, and and it's working. And then the Sinister Six start bickering, which then makes like the inner thing inside of this in, this robot basically explode because it's like arguing with itself and stuff like that. Um, but it's not quite dead, so the Sinister Six wants to. You know, wants to kill it for what it, you know, for capturing them and all that stuff. And so Spider-Man steps in, um, because, uh, you know, he does, you know, nobody dies on Spider-Man, you know, on Spider-Man will watch, it doesn't matter who. Um, so they're getting ready to fight, and then I forget, somebody, uh, something shows up to, to stop them from actually fighting. I don't remember. Um... But I think it's eventually, but then, um, they leave and it gets taken to, like, the living brain gets taken to, like, not shield, but some place to be, like, you know, to be kept safe and to, like, they can examine it and stuff see like what, that. See what it's made of, kind of thing. And then, uh, and then, uh, Black Cat, oh, you know, because it's, like, it's Black Cat and, um, um, Flash are looking for, you know, Spider-Man, um, and then, so, at the end of the issue, it shows that Spider-Man and Black Cat are dating, because they end up, they end up making out at at the end of it, um, I like that, because there was a couple backup things, but the majority of it was just this story, which I kind of like, because a lot of times when they do, like, these anniversary things, it's a whole bunch of, you know, you get, like, the, the main story, then there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, backups and couple-page stories yeah, that we don't really care about. it was, like, about. a large story from Ed McGuinness. It was, the artwork was really good, too. It was good, but it was weird. It was like, not defined I, Ed McGuinness. There was well, some polish to it or something. Well, because know. those are two, I think, if you look on there was, like, five or six inkers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you figure that's going to change the way. Yeah, because I had to keep on looking because I was like, it doesn't look like... Ed McGinnis, like, it yeah, doesn't really yeah, look, look, hard, yeah. um, look like him, but overall it was okay, um, the backup, uh, one backup was, like, uh, they found out that, uh, the New York Library was 
having free, you know, overcharge, like, uh, you know, you can retire and if you had overcharges, it'd be free, you know, no way about it. So, Peter had all these, you know, overdue books that he was taking back, but, like, half of them he couldn't return because they'd either be, like, they'd smell funny or they'd be, like, half burnt because it'd, like, you know, he would take a book out to try to, you know, uh, research and trying to take out one of the bad guys and stuff like that, so they were, were always damaged. So the only way to repay the thing was to dress up in this bad Spider-Man costume for like the, and perform for these kids, like in the kids section of the, of the library. Um, and then there was those two more backups. I can't remember what they. Were, I remember they being okay, but um, and then another one from the previous week. Um, Robin, have you... I stopped. Oh, you stopped with Robin? Um, so, uh, in the issue previous, it ended with, um, uh, um, the Dr. Death? The big, the skull, uh, <laughs> he's, he's like, a, he's a bad guy over in Japan, I can't, um, that was like the mentor of, uh, Flatline, I can't think of his name. But anyways, he's, uh, he shows up on the island because apparently... Uh, Flatline had, you know, was trying to take over his, uh, operations and stuff, so they have him all, uh, um, like, uh, tied up and, you know, off the wire, well, and at the, um, Lazarus Island, there's a lot more, uh, people showing up, uh, that kind of, like, having it being, like, a safe place for different, like, uh, young people with, like, abilities and, you know, people that were in the tournament and stuff like that. Um, so, like, uh, Damien and, and Connor Hawk, they go to Japan looking for Flatline when they find her, um, they find out that she's not, like, the reigning, reading lunatic that, you know, that that guy was saying that she was, um, and it turns out that it was all kind of a ruse to get Damien off the island because that guy has a relationship with, um, Mother Soul, the his grandmother, Roger Gould's uh, mother. Um, and then, from last week, um, Ghost Rider. Uh, this is like a, there's like a big, um, uh, like a tournament, like a, or like not a tournament, but like a race going on. It looks like it's in the underworld. I don't think that it is, but it has like that look too where there's a lot of um, you know, and it's weird because like there was like Wolverine was there, Moon Knight was there, there was a couple other like bad guys. It was basically like, you know, you did this race and whoever um, you know, got to the end and won got their um, their kind of like wish or whatever. So Ghost Rider is trying to take out some of the people along the way there, some of the, the bad people, and trying to figure out uh, what some of the um, other people like Wolverine and Punisher and stuff, or, or not Punisher, but Moon Knight and stuff that are, are doing there. And it looks like um, uh, 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 Ghost Rider is getting ready to win, but like he gets swallowed up by like this this black goop that's, like, in the, on the street, um, and, like, throughout this whole series so far, they've had, like, this, um, thing going on with his head, because they keep on showing this scar, like, on the back of his head behind his ears, and they would, like, show, like, an eye, you know, like, he'll be back there scratching it, or, like, you know, he'll be, you know, it'd be messing with him, so he'd be back there scratching, or just kind of, like, rubbing it, and you would see, like, There'd be like an eye coming out of the out of the out of the uh, scar, or like fingers trying to poke out, but like he doesn't, he doesn't know that. Um, but uh, I think it's leading all up to the uh, issue that came out this week of the um, that's gonna be like a uh, uh, like it's like an anniversary of Ghost Rider, and it's gonna have all the different Ghost Riders. It's gonna have like Johnny and. and Ken and the one with the cars and the Ghost Rider 99 and, and, and all that Which stuff. Which Ghost Rider is in this book, Spencer? Johnny. It's Johnny a, yeah, it's back to Johnny, back to Johnny Blaze. Um, like I said, it's, um, 
Benjamin Percy's writing it, so he, you know he does a pretty good job on the horror stuff. Um, and I think I think that's it. That's it. Okay. So, uh, DC versus Vampires number eight. Um, continuing on, uh, this there's a couple things being done in this one. Uh, Batgirl's gonna go take on Dick. Um, Black or uh, Green Arrow? Is, well, because Dick Grayson's the leader of the vampires. It's just he's, the way he's he said head it. vampire. It's just the way he said it. Um, you have Green Arrow is on mission, and it was interesting. The uh, the girls got together with Batgirl. It was uh, Black Canary and Harley decided to go off, or was it Harley? I think it was Harley, but Harley's a vampire. Um. But yeah, it's just it's it's still going on. This is eight to twelve, um, and then we have that other DC book, the other vampire uh, DC versus vampires book. But it's been really good. The art has been absolutely fantastic. Um, it's not looking real good. Um, the mystical people are trying to figure out how to cure the vampires, and they had somebody, and he he went all splody, um, which was kind of funny. Um, but all of a sudden. Hellblazer, I forget who he's with, but he, sh- he just kind of shows up in their, like, room, and he's just beat to crap. He's bleeding, and he doesn't remember. And basically the vampires were able to remove a memory from him, which is really scary. So, that's how that one ended. Um, the the new champion of Shazam. This is the new Mary Marvel book. Um, she's happy. Um... She's depowered, um, and everybody's kind of moving on with their life, and she's going away to college. Um, gets to college, meets her roommates, and she, I forget, she changes her name. It's not, Mar- it's not uh, Mary, but it's like Miranda or something, and she's trying to be mysterious. And one of them has a pet uh, rabbit. And so they're going out, they're doing something, like she said, a play or something, sitting in the audience. And all of a sudden, the rabbit starts talking to her. And it's saying, I have a message from Billy. Um, he sent it out. You have to be the new Shazam because there's this threat. And you have to save the world. And she's arguing with the rabbit saying, no, I'm finally getting on with my life. You know, Somebody else has to do it. Pick one of the other siblings. And then she realizes that nobody else can hear the rabbit. And she's standing there arguing with the rabbit. And they're only hearing her side. And now she's the weird girl at college. Maybe it was like orientation or something. And so now everybody's looking at her as the weird kid. And now she's like, I've already ruined my college experience. Great. And then the police show up. And she's like, I didn't steal the rabbit. They're like, no, it's uh, her parents are missing. So now she's got to figure that out. But it was good. And Doc Shaner art. And it was just wonderful. Uh, Public Domain 2. You read that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I read that one, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that's... Conti- or was that two weeks ago? That was two was weeks it? ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I just finally read it, so... Um, continuing the story, uh, they're confronting Dad because they found the document saying he owns the character. But where, Dad, did they, where did they get that document? He, uh, the right, the Stanley's assistant she, oh, found she it while looking because he's oh, like, okay. "Oh, just go into the box and give them some document, you know, whatever." Because yeah. it was for something. She wants to be a comic book writer, right? So she, so she finds that. For him. And basically, Dad has always kind of stepped back. He doesn't want to be involved. He doesn't want you know it's going to be too much work. And basically, Mom kind of confronts him that he's always done that. Like she left him dinner. And he's like, oh, where's dinner? And it's down at his desk, because that's where he always was. He missed the kids growing up because he was down at the desk. She always had to do everything, and she's kind of resentful of it. Um, The kids are frustrated because, you know, here's a chance for him to claim his right, but he's kind of wishy-washy and doesn't want to bother. The one son goes and confronts the supposed owner of the rights. Although it was weird because it had him saying they have the contract, but they don't because he showed it putting it in his bag. And at no point did he lose it because I went back yeah. and looked. And then he took a picture of it. Yeah, maybe it was just a picture yeah, he took that he took a picture yeah. of it while he so, had it out. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's just kind of, yeah, we're going down this path. So he's technically, if he does legally own it, he's owed millions of dollars. Well, he, he, right, but they're going to fight, and is it real? You find real out he's and, his one son, Miles. He's in some kind of financial trouble. Right, right. That's, that's, that's yeah. kind of, that, or some that's kind why of he's that's pushing kind of for the, it. That's the that's his motivation. Yeah, yeah. to to, uh, to fight for this. Yeah. 
Um, so good, yeah. This is Chip Zdarsky. Yeah. I think he's writing and drawing it. Um, yes. And I think it was a it was this was a Substack book that he did yeah. um, that he's now publishing. Uh, the Vineyard is a new one from Aftershock, and basically there's this uh, vineyard, and they you know they're selling the wine, but in order to they they made a deal with Dionysus, the god of wine, the the Roman god of wine, and they have to sacrifice four people a year to keep the harvest going. And husband used to, they all have these really weird names, you know, very Greek or Roman name, or yeah, Greek names. But so, what? Get him, get him, Rex. He's right there. You can bite him so easy. You could kill him. Go for the throat. Uh, Mike is a little afraid. He's already killed a duck tonight. Yeah, he did. Um, but then so, get the squeaker out of you. The f- the father <laughs> would always do the sacrificing, and now some some accident has befallen him, and he's in a wheelchair, and now the wife has to do it, and she kind of bailed in the middle of the first one, and the son took it up. Um, so now the son's going to be doing the killing, and just kind of confront the husband confronting the wife, saying, you know, you like all the money we make and everything from this wine, and you like the wine because she's drinking all the time. But she won't do the effort to make it happen. So, continuing on with that. Uh, <laughs> Immortal X-Men 5 was mostly a... Um, oh, shoot. Who's that character? Exodus. It was an Exodus story, who I really don't know. Um, but it gives a lot of backstory on him, how he was saved by Magneto and given purpose and all this stuff. So it was mostly about him. Not a fan, so didn't really care. Um, but then lastly, Survival Street. So, okay, this is from Dark Horse. And the setup is 2023, the Supreme Court gives po- powers to corporations beyond just, since they're people now, they can vote. And by using their, all their, taking all their, you know, power and their employees' votes and everything they become the government and they decide to make everything for profit to empower themselves and one of the things they get rid of is like public education so it's basically following sesame street and all those the the puppets have now been thrown to the wayside and they've been made illegal and they're trying to fight back and it's all these sesame street character um there's a guy who lives in a recycling bin, and he's very in there. There's another guy who was like the superhero. Now he's not the superhero. It's it it, it was cute, but it you know gritty in there. You know they're fighting back. One of the Muppets has become a mouthpiece, like on Fox News, saying you know I'm not with the puppets and all this stuff. So it was good. It was uh, very uh, real worldy, you know, with puppets, mm. but. That you have was, any copies left? I, I have at least one over there. Sold, you might have sold it to me. Um, but it was it was good. It was it, it's really hard to explain. But it was more than I thought. Uh, oh. It's basically, and they were doing this operation, like the SIVA level has risen because nobody cares about climate change. So now, the first three floors have underwater views, and you know that's how they're pitching stuff like that. So it was it was I enjoyed it. So that's the last one I read. But I read a lot. Five, ten, fourteen this week. I think I did a good job. Wow. Good job, Colin. Thank you, Mike. You're the best. And I'm reading a book. Trying to read a book a week now. I went from a book a month to a book a week. Fuck out. Now you're just showing off. I am. Well, I look at all my books and go, ooh, I got a lot of books to read. Hop on pop. No. No. No spoilers. You guys. They always hug it out in the end. <laughs> so, what's coming out next we, week? A, a bigger week than this week, which is nice. At least DC is like double this week. Yay. Uh, we have Aquaman the Flash Void Song, last issue, number three. At least this one was only three issues and not horrible seven issues. Uh, Batman 125 Second Prince, if you missed out. Um, we also have Batman One Bad Day the Riddler. Uh, this is Tom King and Mitch Jarrett's doing a series of one shots. What's about they didn't do a, a Kite Man? It might be coming. Who knows? But he's not doing all of the one shots. No. No, they're no, all different. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, we have Super- Batman Superman World's Finest, number six. Uh, DC Vampires All Out War, number two. And Flash uh, 785 is a Dark Crisis tie-in. Also have the Sandman number one facsimile edition. Then from Marvel, big Marvel week, we have uh, Axe Death to the Mutants, number one. Um, Amazing Spider-Man annual facsimile edition. I believe this was like the first uh, Sinister Six. Uh, We have finally Avengers 1 million BC, number one. This one's been pushed way back. Um, That's the official origin of Thor. Uh, Daredevil number two, uh, Edge of Spider-Verse number two, which I swear that was like last week, number one. So, um, Fortnite uh, Marvel Zero War number three for all the kids. Uh, Hulk 8, they are finally wrapping up Banner War, which I think last issue came out like three months ago. Uh, We have Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight, continuing the Ms. Marvel one-shot that started this week. Uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian, that seemed like number one came out a long time ago, too. Uh, one that, uh, who was it? Was it somebody, was it you that was like, how do you spell this? It's true cult. Oh, yeah. But instead of U's, it has V's. So, yeah, it makes it easy to find and search for. Uh, Ultraman has a new mini, Mystery of the Ultra 7. And then two Axe tie-ins are X-Force and X-Men. Um, we also have X-Men Unlimited, X-Men Green that was supposed to come out a very, very long time ago. So... Everybody else, we have uh, a new one from Image called 20th Century Men. Uh, Barbaric is back, Axe to Grind. Uh, Becoming Frankenstein, you can learn something there, Mike. Uh, Crash and Troy is a new number one. Uh, Heart Eyes, I think this one's from, I want to say Vault. Um, Jimmy's Little Bastards is the second series of Jimmy's Bastards from Aftershock. Lady Hell is from Dynamite. Uh, only covers up to Z, sorry. Um, last, <laughs> yep. Last Shadowhawk is the last Shadowhawk story because you remember it from 1991. Yeah, from really? Jim Valentino. Yeah, if only we're so lucky. 30th anniversary one shot. Is he even doing it? I don't. Know. What else is he doing? <laughs> uh, Parasomnia, Dreaming God. This is a Cullen Bunn series. That's Dark Horse. Um, and then the book of the month. My favorite book of the week. Shirtless thingy. Shirtless Bear Fighter, Volume 2, Number 1. Woo! Very excited. More Three issues for everybody? More No. More <laughs> oh. bear punching. So, I'm very excited. We're Mike is now the resident expert in bears, so... <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'm the one on Chicago Bears. Mike's the one on... Oh, is it the San Francisco Bears? Bears. That book is so big, my brother wants a copy of it. Wow, okay. Well, we got two for Dave. More pixelated cartoons. Yes. So that's what we got. Um, Thanks for everybody coming back. Um, Let's see. We're doing Aftershock Month, so there's a little Aftershock display. uh, Double points on all Aftershock books. And we're doing Deceased Volume 1. Uh, coming up in a couple weeks, last Friday of the month. Uh, I'm out right now, but hopefully should have some back. If not this week, definitely next week. Um, so, uh, as always, website's pittsburghcomics.com. Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. Twitter and Instagram are PGH Comics. Let's have fun. Mike, hey, send us home. And that was the podcast. Close enough. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>